Welcome to the Soul Talks podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their life and leadership. Now let's join Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors in psychology, spiritual directors, and founders of Soul Shepherding. Hello, friends. So glad that you joined us for Soul Talks. We're going to be talking about prayer, enjoying a spacious place. It's hard to find a spacious place these days, Bill. I know yesterday was our Sabbath, and I was feeling constricted and kind of trapped. Just, you know, we work at home. We're at home all the time. And I was, uh, unfortunately, what Dallas Willard says about familiarity breeds contempt. <laughs> that was kind of happening for me. And you were I was, feeling contempt for me. No, <laughs> for just being here all the time. Yeah. Just feeling trapped at home. And so I was thinking, you know, well, where, where can we go for a spacious place to get in the beauty, to get get some escape? You know, we, we work at our Soul Shepherding headquarters. We live and work at our Soul Shepherding headquarters, and it was Sabbath, and so there was the temptation of all that goes with being kind of founders of this ministry, and that was constricting, and just being here every day, all day, and all night. And so I was, you know, we're in these COVID-19 times where we're supposed to be sheltering at home and not going out. And so some of the normal things that would be consolations for us, I'm missing. And so I was thinking, well, where can we go? All the trails are closed. All the parks are closed. (laughs) Everything I could think of where I would want to go was closed. And it did. It felt entrapping. Yeah, it's uh, very stressful. And uh, it leaves us feeling sad and uh, very stuck. And Mm -hmm. so uh, it, it seems anything but spacious. And so as we're uh, praying about, you know, what to share with you, our listeners, and how to, how to encourage you, uh, you know, your pastors, your people in ministry, you're caring for other people and your family and in your community and in your jobs. And as, as followers of Jesus, as soul shepherds to others, you know, how, how can we encourage you? And so I was praying. I was praying specifically for you on a, my morning run, which is one of the places where I get some space. I can... can uh, keep social distance and, and go for a run in our community and places and really helps me to be in the open sky. And I was in a huge field that's behind our house and was running back there and I was praying. And uh, just as I was praying, I felt like the Lord answered that prayer. And right right before my eyes was like a, a, a parable that was just presented to me. I was running by a mom with uh, two little girls and uh, they're on, on a baseball field there. And there was a little little girl in a stroller and and a bigger one about four or five that was uh, near her mom and she went and um, went away from her mom behind the baseball backstop at home plate there which is a a wire fence and she sort of got herself inside that u-shaped backstop looking through the wire fence at her mom on the other side and she says to her mom help I'm trapped I'm, I'm stuck I don't know what to do I can't get out and then her, her mom says to her, Hi, honey, I see you there. You're okay. I love you. And you, you know what? You can run around the side and come here. And then her mom, you know, smiling and opens up her arms. So the little girl skips and dances and starts singing and, and, and twirling and sort of zigzagging along as she makes her way towards her mom. <laughs> see, the, the girl is, is she's not going to preschool or kindergarten she's feeling cooped up at home like all of us and and she's uh acting out in her play 
what she's experiencing and then she's she's bringing her mom into that experience and describing it to her mom and you know great mom that's just helping her to express that and, and work that out and and so she found a spacious place not only there in the field but in in her mom's empathy and her mom's attentiveness and care and affection i love that and as you're revealing that and sharing that i'm thinking and feeling so grateful that yeah jesus has empathy for us as we're feeling trapped and constrained and he says the kingdom of god is enclosed <laughs> the kingdom of god is open i'm right here i hear you yeah so that that mom is being uh jesus to her her daughter there and to all of us cuz that's that is that's the way the lord is with us and prayer is we're talking with god about what we're doing together and right now something that we're doing or can be doing with god is sheltering at home, uh, living in these coronavirus times and dealing with the, the different stressors and, and losses that, that are going on now. And so uh, just think about prayer is it's, it's coming out of our limited circumstances or our, our stressed and distressed circumstances and skipping to Jesus. Yeah, it is. And yet also, I think it can be, we don't want to overlook the part that it's also the crying out to Jesus when mm-hmm. we're stuck and and feel caged in and up against the metals and the chicken wire. And we feel like we can't quite get through mm-hmm. to God and talking to him and telling him we feel that too. You're just wanting to say that some of prayer doesn't feel like skipping. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> some of yeah. There, there's, there's lament and yeah. there, there's stress and anxiety and there's a process there that, that we go through and it, it might, it might take some time before we feel like we can skip. Yeah. <laughs> or even just to identify what is this cage here? What is this big metal structure that's separating me that I, you know, I feel trapped by, I can't mm-hmm. get out from. And as we're even yelling out about it to God, sometimes he'll reveal to us, if, look, this is what you're focused on, but look, I'm right here. Focus on me. Come to me. Yeah. There's a, there's a bigger world where we're not just trapped behind that that cage, we, we can step out alongside of it. And that's what we do when we move from just being in our physical circumstance into the spaciousness of God's world, into the spiritual reality. And that's where, you know, we, we can skip. And sometimes we need to skip when we don't feel like it. We have to balance the fact that, yeah, well, we need to be emotionally honest and, and talk about the, the stress and, and the hurt and and the losses and all this, but we also need to see the goodness and, and mercy of God and praise the Lord and give thanks to God, and and we need to put our body into this. And so that's what she's doing is she's acting this out and she's dancing there towards her mom, and she's finding legitimate joy there because the, the love uh, and the, the freedom that she has in her relationship with her mom is transcending the stuck-at-home feeling that she has. So good. Such a great example. Appreciate you sharing that, Bill, because I think we all can relate to that sense of feeling stuck and then in need. And then as we call out, being answered, being rescued. We talked last week about Psalm 91. And I'm thinking about that phrase that's really, I've continued to appreciate and meditate on this week where it says, they will call to me and I will answer them. I will be with them trouble you know it's that sense of it's our our line of communication of conversation with the lord is open to us 
So you've been calling the scripture to mind that we shared on Soul Talks last week. You've been sort of continuing your meditation on that during the week. And taking great comfort in that I call to him, and he, he hears me, he answers mm. me, he comes to me. And so you're reminding yourself of that, that truth and that, that living psalm there as you're going through some things that are stressful and, and hurtful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we've all got stuff like that. We heard from one of our Soul Talks listeners and friends, uh, Jeff McCrory, a pastor in Knoxville, Tennessee, and uh, he speaks, I think, for all pastors and really all of us and saying, you know, he says, we've, we've learned how to do ministry in, in one context and uh, the context of open doors and physical interaction, you know, being together, community, and uh, being, ch- being in church together, praising God together and so forth, and now we're having to learn how to do ministry in totally different contexts and learning new technologies like like Zoom or live streaming or how to use Facebook more intentionally for, for pastoral ministry. And he says, you know, this means a steep learning curve every day. And it's difficult to learn something new like in technology when that is really just a, a context and what you're all about is, is the ministry, giving your, your teaching or being with the people to offer comfort and empathy and encouragement. And so he says, you know, changing the way we do ministry at the same time as our congregation or our, our family, our community our are staff. experiencing, our staff are experiencing anxiety. Mm-hmm. The people that we love, that we care for, that we're in many cases responsible to, to, to be a soul shepherd to, they're experiencing anxiety. And so, you know, we've got our anxiety and we're trying to comfort and encourage them with their anxiety and it, it puts a strain on us. It's really difficult. And so how do we maintain our own non-anxious presence in order to minister the peace of Christ to the people that we care for you know, it's a real challenge. And so, you know, Jeff is saying, you know, this all just came cascading mm-hmm. on me over the last uh, five or six weeks and uh, that he's not able to, to sort of perform at, at the same level in some areas because some stuff just sort of in the logjam of all this stress and all this steep learning curve and all these different ways of having to do ministry, some things sort of fell by the wayside that, that he meant meant to do. And then he's realizing, oh, I forgot about that. I got to go do that. You know, so it's like more more stress. And and then he said, you know, even though I'm getting plenty of sleep, I find myself wondering, why am I weary? Mm-hmm. And it's because all this stress and yeah. all this change is getting into our bodies. Yes. You know, stress isn't just bad things that happen to us. It's also change. I mean, it might be good to learn Zoom, for instance. That's, that's a great thing. That's a great tool for ministry. But, but it's, it's a change, and that's stressful, and it feels different. It feels different talking to people over a computer versus face-to-face in person. Uh, another pastor was, was saying that, you know, he is a youth pastor, and he misses being with his students because even if the students aren't, super expressive of, hey, you know, thanks, Pastor, for that great message and that sort of thing. But at least he gets to see them respond to his jokes and he gets to be with them and see their facial expressions. And you, you get some real-time feedback mm-hmm. in that that can be in- encouraging and you feel like you're together. And, okay, you know, the Lord's in this and, and this is there's some fruit here. But when you're just talking to a computer or trying, trying to reach out to your students on Facebook and they're not responding that much, it, it's discouraging. 
It is just even last night as you and I were doing a webinar for another ministry and you know you're looking at these little tiny squares of people who are staring at a screen and it, it just it's not the same as speaking to people live. Yeah, and and uh, we you know we get their questions on the Q and A, which is great because we can respond to those questions. But yeah, we're not seeing the the face of the person asking the question, and it's it's not happening in it's in coming a, in a chat message. Yeah, yeah, and so it's helpful for the content, but we're we're missing some of the relational, tactile, soul to soul engagement. Yeah, just doing doing the best we can on a, in a webinar context to sort of transfer that. So yeah, these are these are challenging times, and uh, you know Jeff says you know it helps that I'm I'm getting in my time with the Lord each day, and I'm exercising each day, and uh, he listens to soul talks each week with, with his wife, and and they have conversation. He's got a friend. This is a great story. So uh, Jeff has been through our spiritual direction training program that we offer as part of our institute, and he actually is one of our teachers and supervisors in that program. And so one of our other students that is graduated from the program, now they're connecting as soul friends. And so they've got a, a, a community and a, a friendship together to listen to each other, pray for each other. And so all these things are really helping him. But still, just the, the, the stress of learning new ways of doing ministry and missing being together with your people, it's really difficult. And it's uh, we can't help but be sort of overloaded with some of that stress and, and, and to internalize some of that stress. And that's what anxiety is. Anxiety is internalized stress. And anxiety is constricting. It makes our breathing shallow. It, it makes our, our, our view of the world starts to get smaller and, and shrunken. And we just start to feel closed in, boxed in. Trapped. And that produces even more anxiety. Anxiety heightens with that. Because then we start to even feel anxious that we're anxious. And that, that can develop into panic disorder when we start getting anxious that we're anxious or afraid that we're afraid. And we start getting afraid of yet another wave of, of anxiety and fear is going to come on us. Our heart's going to start racing and have trouble you know, really, really breathing and being ourself. I'm going to feel like I'm going to be embarrassed because I'm not going to give my, my, best, my best talk uh, or my, I'm not going to be my best self in a situation. And so we start getting afraid to be anxious and afraid. And that's what, that's what panic is. And so it can really build on itself. Or we, or we start going into obsessive compulsive routines to, uh, with cleaning and perfecting things and managing things. And then that creates its own log jam. And so it can really be a vicious circle that is very uh, closing in and confining. And yet... Uh, the psalmist says, uh, David in Psalm 18 says, you brought me out into a spacious place, you know? And so prayer, our communication with God, there is a spaciousness to prayers of faith because we're, we're taking our, our, our stress and we're bringing it into God's world, into the kingdom of God that is the, the most spacious and beautiful place. I love that psalm, how we cry out to the Lord that we we love him and we need him. We cry to him for help. And then the psalm says that he hears our prayers and he parts the heavens to come to us and that he thunders and hurls lightning to scatter our enemies. And he soars on the wings of the winds to come to us and reaches down from on high and takes hold of us and sets us into a spacious place and rescues us because he delights in us. Yeah, it's so beautiful when we really 
think about it and receive those words and hear them in our heart and hear them in our emotions. It's like, okay, the Lord is listening. He is present. I'm, I'm not just stuck at home. I'm not just in this situation. I'm not just in stress overload. God is, is helping me. And there is this beauty in the, the life we have with Jesus as his disciple. And we can pray like we pray in the, in the apprentice prayer, uh, in, in the easy oak journey. We can pray, you know, Lord, w- what are you teaching me in this situation in my life? You know, my, my life uh, being sheltered at home uh, is your school of discipleship, Jesus. And what, what can I learn from you? And that's part of the spaciousness is that opportunity to, to learn and to grow and to, to enter into prayer experimentally. So that's what I was doing when I was praying for you about this podcast and saying, you know, Lord, what can we share that will encourage our listeners? And as I, I'm talking to the Lord about that and I'm listening to God and then he shows me this mom and this girl. And, and it's like, I just sense the Lord say, you know, just watch this. And so I watch the whole story and I go, that's, that's what we're feeling. And what that girl does, I mean, that's what we're needing to do. Jesus says, if you want to come into the kingdom of God, if you want to be into the spaciousness and the beauty and the blessings of my father's world, Jesus would say, well, you need to be like a child. You need to be trusting like that. You need to be spontaneous like that. You need to be vulnerable. And so here's this little girl acting out that whole scenario and it really encouraged my faith because it felt like, see, the Lord answered my prayer. It's not just me. God is actually here in this relationship. I, I am in this spiritual world and I can't see it with my eyes, but it, it, sometimes it even breaks through in, in, into the circumstances in the way that I can see. Like we can't see the wind, but we can see the effects of the wind. I can't see God, but I can see the effects of what God is doing in, in this story right in front of my eyes. And then that encourages us to pray more when we experience that. Oh, you know, the Lord is here, and I see that. I see him answering, and so then we're encouraged. So I don't think these are typical ways that people think about prayer. You know, we started this uh, Soul Talk series on prayer because the, uh, the Google searches on prayer around the world people searching Google, asking about prayer. I mean, it's just skyrocketing, the number of people that are, are asking about prayer and wanting to wanting God's help, wanting to talk to God. And so when you, it's just valuable to take a step back and just think about, okay, well, you know, what is prayer? How, how do we really understand this dynamic? It's, it's, it's crying out to God for help, yes, but it's, it's an interactive relationship. It's a two-way street. We're, we're talking to God about, about our life and and about what we're doing in our life with God, and, and we're listening to God, and, and God gives us uh, impressions. He brings scriptures to mind, like he was doing for you this week, Christy, or he, he shows us things, like so many of Jesus' teachings were parables, little stories he told. Well, it wasn't just stuff he thought up. A lot of it was stuff that was just happening right in front of him in the context, just like happened to me on my run. The Lord gave me a parable. That's how Jesus received a lot of his parables, in two-way interaction prayer, with his father. And so Jesus is bringing his physical life and circumstances into his relationship with his father into the kingdom of God. And so that's the opportunity that we have in our lives. And I'm thinking about Dallas Willard saying that prayer is talking to God about what he and I are doing together, what we're doing together. And then I'm remembering, and I'm thinking of appreciating you sharing this little girl's 
play prayer, in a sense, to her mom. I mean, so she was talking to her mom about what they were doing together in a way, in a playful way. And I'm remembering, Bill, when our kids were little and we were working on taxes, tax prep. And, you know, it takes a lot of time. It's a, it's going through a lot of details, finding receipts and totals. And, you know, it's kind of stressful. And so I, Brianna kind of gathered all of our beanie babies under our desk right next to us where we were doing taxes. And she was setting them up. And she's like, okay, I've got a show for you. So we stopped to watch her little puppet show with her beanie babies. And basically, she had the beanie babies acting out the parents who were doing taxes and the kids who were wanting attention. And she had the little kid beanie babies say, no, no, don't bother me. I'm doing taxes. <laughs> and it was kind of like, even in her play, her, her prayer, her talking to us about what we were doing together, the taxes, she was showing me how she was feeling. She was acting this out. It was kind of like, I'm feeling like I can't bother you. And like, this is really serious. And, you know, you're preoccupied. And it's kind of just fun to think about that, that even our prayer can be like that, just talking to God about how we're feeling and, yeah. and acting that out even. Yeah, be, uh, it's just experimenting with God. You know, what will happen if I pray, you know, Lord, uh, what would you have me share? What would you have Christy and me to share on Soul Talks this week? And then I listen. It's an experiment. Mm-hmm. What will God do if I ask that question? What What thoughts might come to my mind? What what impressions, pictures, feelings might I get? And that's how we want to approach all the spiritual disciplines is experimentally. I'm going to do something to help put myself in a position to, to receive God's grace and to hear what, what God might say or, or do or in, in my life so that it, it changes up my circumstances. Sometimes, though, we have to persevere because there is an enemy who doesn't want and can kind of get in there and disrupt and so sometimes we may have to ask more than once or we have to persevere in that asking yeah so what we're our message to you today is that prayer is coming out of our limited or distressed circumstances and and bring into jesus the reality of of our life what we're feeling including the hard stuff and finding that we can skip in the spaciousness of the kingdom of god because we're we're with jesus we're we're i'm the disciple jesus loves is the, the testimony of John in his gospel. And so uh, we're just blessed to follow Jesus with you, our Soul Talks friends. Thanks for being in his community with us. And, and thanks for uh, your comments. We love hearing from you. It, you know, this is a community. And just like this podcast came from uh, what uh, Jeff shared with us, your, your comments shape these podcasts. And your, uh, your ratings on our, our podcast are super encouraging for us and helpful for other people to find us. You know, it's, it's uh, uh, not that hard to do if you just go onto your podcast app. Uh, Ron in Orange County, California did this just this last week and said, hey, you know, thanks for Soul Talks. It inspires me to do Soul Talks with my family in, in these times of uh, sheltering in place and being isolated, quarantined. Uh, the scriptures, prayers, and conversation give me tools and give me ideas for how I can grow in my relationship with the Lord. And so thanks, Ron, for your comment and rating on our Soul Talks podcast. So if you just, friends listening, if you just go onto your podcast app, which is probably how you're listening right now, and then you go to the search field and you search on Soul Talks, and then when you see the show there, you click on the show, and then you scroll to the bottom and you write a review. So there's a few steps there, so that's probably why there aren't more. We give two, Every week we have 2,000 people listening, but not a whole lot of people actually take the time to make a review. But uh, if you just 
Go to your app, search on Soul Talks, click on the show, scroll down to the bottom, and right there you'll see write a review. And it's very simple to give us give a star rating and then share a comment. And that helps people to find us. So we appreciate that. It's encouraging for us and uh, helps us to be a community here. We, we want a two-way street. Just like we're saying prayer is a two-way conversation, it really helps us to have two-way interaction with you. And, of course, your comments on, on Facebook and Instagram, that's great, too, That because we, we're doing community there with you. And, uh, and also on our YouTube page, if you're watching Soul Shepherding's videos, uh, all of our resources, they're really for you and your relationship with the Lord and uh, to encourage you and strengthen you and give you tools for your ministry to others in your church and, and in all of your relationships. Jesus, thank you that you hear us when we call to you. Thank you that we can talk to you and that you bring us into the spacious place of your kingdom where we can dwell with you and we can open up to your beauty and your glory and your goodness. Thank you that you're the one that rescues us from our small thinking or our different entrapments. And you free us, for you're our hope. In Jesus' name, amen. Everything in life begins with our intimacy with Jesus. So at Soul Shepherding, we've created prayer guides to help you cultivate your connection with the Lord. Our breath prayers, Ignatian meditation, and Lectio Divina guides help you to experience God and His Word in deep and unique ways that will begin to transform you. Thank you for joining us on the Soul Talks podcast. To find out more about growing in your life and leadership, subscribe to the podcast and visit us at soulshepherding.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram 